Coming up, we head out to Universal Orlando and we try the brand new menu that is happening over at Universal Studios Classic Monster Cafe from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 222 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is also brought to you by DizBoards.com. If you're looking for even more information to help you plan your Universal Orlando vacation, head over to DizBoards.com and join the discussion today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. Today, I am joined alongside by my co-host, Ryan O'Clavin. Hello. Yes. Hello. 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 Peaking the levels there. Uh, yeah, we, welcome to our big episode. That's right, 222. You know what's fun about that? What? What? It's double the fun since episode 111. Oh, snap. Bet you didn't realize that. So if you remember episode 111, multiply that by two, and that's the amount of fun that we're going to have in this one. 222. Mm-hmm. 222. 222. 222. 222. Palindrome. 222. E222. 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 I've heard things about it, uh, mostly good, actually. So I'm excited to do it. We would have tried to do it last week when it when it first came out, but unfortunately, we were in California for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge over on the Disney side of things. So we didn't get to that, but uh, we, we will get to it now, and we're going to get to that in just a second. But before that, um, just one little news update for you. Uh, well, I guess actually, too. So um, it's, it's about two days old now at this point, but uh, did, did you see this? Did you hear about this? The the walls are down at Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. I did not hear. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, that's uh, nothing much else to say now. There, uh, Unless everything changes from the day that we record this to the day that it's released, uh, they still have... Uh, try to yawn away from the mic. I can't. It picks up really badly. Uh, unless that things change drastically, uh, probably still not looking at any technical rehearsals uh, in this time, but uh, maybe not even mm. until the grand opening, but we'll have to see. Mm. So it's getting close anyways, uh, as of the day that we're recording this right now. I mean, we're talking Less than nine two weeks, days. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, nine it's crazy. days. So it's it's coming one way or another, So, but that's exciting. So it's getting one step closer. And then also have to mention, if you're going to be traveling to Orlando over our Independence Day uh, weekend-ish, mm-hmm. I mean, long, long weekend, I guess, in a way, a long weekend that would start on a Thursday instead of a 
I mean, if you're off Thursday, you might as well just not go to work Friday, right? Yeah, that's that's what I see. But uh, Universal is going to be celebrating Independence Day over actually three days. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, they're they're going to work in co-sponsorship with Fox, now owned by Disney. Is, is Paul Newman our new princess? <laughs> Not Paul, Paul Newman. Newman. Good Bill, Lord. Bill Pullman. <laughs> they sound the same in your head. Is is Independence Day? That's twenty. That's twentieth century Fox, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm gonna Google huh. it so we don't have people because I don't care if you write in the comments. I don't care, but I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, he'll he'll get to it one way or another. But uh, how about the Fourth of July? Not born on the Fourth of July. We're not going to celebrate that, but we will be celebrating the Fourth of July over three days on July Fourth, Fifth, and Sixth at Universal studios florida specifically so uh what can you expect while well, each day starting at 5 p.m and continuing through park close in the music plaza stage you'll be able to meet and greet with your favorite universal characters stilt walkers and more uh, dj m squared will be spinning top hits and the band radio will be per- performing live uh, and if you don't want to leave the area oddly enough uh that that new barbecue menu we were just talking about that's happening at Universal Studios Classic Monster Cafe will also be served uh, served like mobily, so you'll be able to order, not have to leave, and uh, get your food. So that's very cool. And you know what? Barbecue, July Fourth, Freedom, a miracle. M squared, M squared. Radio spelled Ray, D I O, like Freedom Radio. I don't know. I don't know. But that's all happening at that. And then at 9 o'clock each night, a pyrotechnic display with confetti cannons will happen over the Music Plaza. And the night will end at 9.45 p.m. with the Universal Orlando Cinematic Celebration. So, And like all, well, not all of them, but like all the events that happen at Universal Orlando that isn't Halloween Horror Nights, this will be included with your regular park admission to Universal Studios Florida. So as long as you have a ticket to universal studios florida you will be able to attend any of these events so you'll have uh radio will be on the stage at 5 p.m 6 15 p.m and 8 15 p.m dj m squared will be on the stage at 5 45 p.m 7 15 p.m and 9 p.m the character dance party will happen continuously from uh, 6 15 p.m through 10 p.m the pyrotechnic display again, 9 o'clock, and cinematic celebration will happen at 9.45. So I don't know if I will be there for any of that. I know where I will be the night of July 4th for my fireworks celebrations. I don't know about the 5th or 6th, but who knows? Maybe since they're doing it for three days, I'll actually finally get over to Universal and check it out to see what they do. Independence Day is 20th Century Fox. Oh, man. So Bill Pullman would be our new Disney president. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that would make that would make Jeff Goldblum a potential candidate for a Disney legend. I did not think about that, but I'd be into it. You know what? When's Universal going to start a Universal Legends? Because the, he, they could beat Disney to the punch there and already put him in as a Universal Legend for Jurassic Park. You one. got old Stevie Spielberg needs one at some point. Yeah, I know. It's a, come on, get on it. All the movies he's made has only been nominated for Best Director like three or four times. Well, that's because he is a robot. People. He just smiles. Loves Looney Tunes. Did you see him at Star Wars? No. 
Mm. No, I don't think he was there. But okay, never mind why I thought all that. So as we slowly uh, delve into sleepiness and depression, uh, we are going to move on to our dining review from In the Park, where mm. we will be chipper after having a day of full recovery and such. So yeah. let's go ahead and get to that. We made it, just like we said we were going to. It's hot. Yep, we're braving the heat here at Universal Orlando, Universal Studios, Florida in particular, to try out this newish menu at the Universal Studios Classic Monster Cafe. So we already told you we were coming here. No surprise. But let's go inside. Yeah, yeah. Let's eat. We are inside and have already ordered our food, and it's sitting right in front of us, so about ready to dig in. Uh, before we do, though, I'm just going to kind of say, in terms of the menu change, um, you know, it still has the rotisserie chicken here and ribs. Uh, I think the big changes here are uh, the brisket that they are also offering, um, you know, big slabs of smoked brisket and then sliced right there. Um, and with that, you can also get a, a brisket sandwich. And then there is a vegan item here now, a vegan jackfruit sandwich. And I get it. probably don't have to tell you who got the vegan sandwich. You have a lot to guess with right there. Uh, but I went with the brisket sandwich. Uh, I didn't want to get one of the combo platters. It seemed like a lot of food, so uh, I'm just sticking with just the brisket. And that is a uh, that is served on, it's all sliced for you, or, well, shredded, I'm thinking, based on what it looks like on here. Coleslaw is on top of it. Already some barbecue sauce on it, but a little bit more on the side as well. And then uh, the bread and, what are they, the sweet pickles? Yeah, bread and butter pickles. Yeah, bread and butter pickles. Sweet pickles, I don't like those. But I'm going to eat through it anyways, and then that's served on sourdough, and I got the end of one of the sourdough, <laughs> so it's like, it's not as... Texas toast, that's not sourdough. Oh yeah, sorry, Texas toast. I got the end of a toast. End of a, end of a loaf of toast. Your bread just keeps getting thinner and thinner. It does, it keeps getting thinner and thinner. So, time to dig in though. Uh... messy there. Um, I don't have nice things to say. And I'm going to get to that. I will. I'll start with um, a compliment, though. I actually don't mind the bread and butter pickles with the entire flavor and the, the coleslaw. I'm going to deconstruct this a little bit, though. Uh, so... The brisket that they have sitting out, that's if you want the brisket platter that comes with, uh, I, you can pick two or three and you get your choice of two or three meats, brisket, ribs, chicken, and sausage. This sandwich was prepared, not in front of us, but then handed to us, and it honestly seems more like a burnt ends thing than anything, because it's all these, it is like, it's like burnt ends, but... They are also incredibly hard. Um, and I'll try one more piece here, but I think you can kind of see even like from this, like 
it's just overcooked. Um, let me get one more bite all together. I apologize. I'm just going to talk with my mouth full. Jesus, it's dry. I feel like I'm in Christmas vacation eating the turkey that's been cooked to an inch of its life. So, so dry. Um, I apologize for the... For the people listening, I'm like having to chew through it as best as I can, but it's it's just it's not that good. It's not good. The visual people, you saw it. Let's uh, take things up a notch. Hopefully, they have sides. They have Brussels sprouts. They have macaroni and cheese, baked beans, French fries. I went with mac and cheese. This looks very dry. It looks ultra dry. It's definitely under that heat lamp for too long. It looked like. Yeah, but it's not terrible. It's like kind of like Stouffer's microwavable macaroni and cheese. If anyone still does that, it's the easiest thing to cook. I don't know why you just wouldn't do it instead of microwaving a frozen thing of macaroni and cheese. It's better than the sandwich. Rhino, good luck on you and your jackfruit. So I went with, uh, it's called the Mummy. Um, it is slow-cooked jackfruit with crispy onions, crunchy slaw on a Kaiser roll, and I got it with, um, with uh, these green guys here. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Named after Brussels, yeah. They look to be steamed, almost. Or are they roasted? I think they were supposed to be roasted because the platter in front of the one they took mine from looked very, like, crispy. This platter did not. Um, hmm. Oh, God. This is the thing. I couldn't so. swallow the leaf. It got stuck in the back of my throat. But these are actually pretty good. I mean, they're probably like loaded in butter and stuff like that. So, you know, you think you're doing better, but you're not. But I have never had jackfruit before. So I hope it's a little more exciting than your thing. But it came with a sauce on the side. I believe this is barbecue sauce. Gotta get through that Brussels sprout, bro. Hmm. Interesting. This is incredibly sauce heavy. It, in fact, it's pretty much all sauce, and I think the jackfruit is supposed to simulate like the texture of like a brisket or something like that. With that said, though, it's very soft, very tender. The onion rings aren't super crispy, but I also like to sit here for a few minutes. So I feel like they were crispy when I got them. But um, 
I mean, basically, it, it tastes like the barbecue sauce. If, so if that's what you're looking for, I feel like you won't be disappointed. Like, I don't really know how to describe... I like jackfruit. Like I said, it, it like I think this is it here. So it kind of gives that, like... It looks like brisket, but when you eat it, it definitely has the maybe the consistent texture of... I want to say a tangerine, but not quite as liquidy or, or uh, like popping with liquid or anything like that. But it's definitely, you can tell you're eating a fruit. This is not like a meat substitute for me at all. Um, so that's a little weird, but overall, I don't hate it. It's very tangy. Like, it's like too much barbecue sauce. I wish it was more coleslaw than the barbecue sauce, but I can't complain. My bun's fine. Everything's fine on this, so I feel like I'm all right with mine. What about the drink that we got? Oh. We've got There's a new signature drink You have to order it from the cashier Called the uh, Lavender Elixir And it comes with blueberry boba balls No ice So when they handed it to me It was already kind of warm I'm going to take the big straw, Craig Because I got you another straw I mean... I feel like this came from the freestyle machine and this is Sprite that has like had the flavor slightly altered. With that said, with the blueberry boba balls into it, in it, I'm into it. I, they're they're very blueberry flavored and I I actually enjoy this. I think it suffers from not being colder, but uh, other than that, I think it's a fun fun alternative or addition to soda because it's clearly soda. Like you can see all the bubbles in it and everything. Like that looks like Sprite to me. So could just be lavender flavored. Uh, soda water for all I know, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I found a big straw, so now I can have a big drink. And make happy. Mm. Well, yeah, that's, that is kind of nice. I think I just like the boba the most. Just give me yeah, me too. Because um, I'm like right there with you. Pretty sure it's just uh, Sprite with no ice. <laughs> it's what the people love. It's what the people asked for. Uh, and then it's uh, Monin syrup. I don't, you know, obviously there's a million different flavors. I couldn't see the bottle. It was turned around. Not sure if it was like, I'm not sure if it was also like a blueberry one or if they make a lavender one. I don't know. But it was behind there. And, uh, yeah, so it's nice. I wish it was cold, just like what you said about it. But I don't know. I feel like I got the short end of the stick here. I've got brisket that is dry and doesn't really have any main flavors to it. And the macaroni and cheese is not offensive, but slightly bland and you know not not super cheesy and not also no real seasoning to it. No salt, no pepper, nothing. But hey, oh, I'm. The way you were choking on those, I'm good. But uh, we're going to, I think let's just finish up the last of the little stuff we have here. And then we'll go and fill you in on the, the rest. Well, we were walking out. And, you know, you can't not walk past Voodoo Donuts on the way out. And that smell is amazing. And right now, they've got a special donut that is uh, Secret Life of Pets 2. It's a Max donut. And apparently, it's got peanut butter and jelly on the inside. And I am a sucker for anything peanut butter and jelly flavored. Much to the to the frustration of Kathy Whirling. I love anything peanut butter. So, I am going to try and... 
cut this guy in half with these forks and go in here. Just right, do I want the top half or the lower half? Or you could cut them right down the middle. Oh, one ear, one ear. I'm gonna take the floppy ear though, cause it's cuter. It's sad because it kind of reminds me of my dog a little bit, so I'm like, oh, here you go, Artie. This is what we think about you. Forks to the face. A lot of, ooh, I see the peanut butter up in there. Okay. Okay, so most of the filling is down here, which I kind of expected. So I'm gonna take my fork and scrape some off toward the top here. So it was all kind of toward the middle, so we gotta even it out. I'm gonna leave that fork for you. Separate them at the head, and I'm gonna start, let me just mix it, I'll just mix it. This has gone from a very pretty donut to uh, mixing all these colors together to make uh, something less pretty. Even though there wasn't a lot of that peanut butter and jelly flavoring toward the top, I still get it. This donut, as always, I feel like Caravoodoo is very soft and fluffy. It's got uh, it's got a great texture for me. Maybe a little too much frosting because I like the ones that are. Eh, I don't know. I kind of like all the donuts here, so I'm never gonna start. I'm gonna take another bite though. I'm a fan. This is $4 with an annual pass discount. You can get it for like $3.40 something. Um, I'm gonna let Craig try this though, but I enjoy it. I almost actually wish maybe it was cold, but I feel like making it cold would make the donut um, like stale a little bit. So I'll take over from you, Craig. Yes, I mean, I know all of you out there would love to see us lady in the Trampus, but unfortunately I am still sick, so. Uh, that's why we're splitting. Mm. Okay, I'm just gonna go all yeast on the top. Oh, Instead what? of all yeast, all yeast, it's a yeast donut. Oh, oh, Yeast, oh. so, um, God. Thank you, thank you, Universal City Walk. We're gonna make a no money off of this video <laughs> between Moby and then, um. Just uh, pouring that sugar on me, baby. Oh, yeah. What does going all yeast mean? Shoving the whole donut in your mouth? No, it's all just yeast donut up at the top. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying like an expression. Like, I'm going all yeast. Oh, I got you now. I'm there. I'm an idiot. Okay. Some of the frosting is made out of peanut butter too, though. And that's what it is. Yeah. So that's nice. So even when you're up at the top, you're still kind of getting the flavor in. In fact, it's not a ton of the jelly. No, it's mixed in with the jelly too. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, I'm feeling this. Um, we definitely got a nice fresh donut. I got some on me. Yeah, we'll okay. take care of that later. Fix it in post. Um, we definitely got a nice fresh donut. I mean, we walked in with our cameras taking pictures and video, and the first thing, like, the manager did said was, like, get them a donut from the back. <laughs> and, uh, which I appreciate, too. So, it, you know, it's not the donut just anyone might have, but uh, 
but at least we got the prettiest one to photograph and stuff. And um, no, the, the donut's perfect right now. I love the peanut butter and jelly thing mm -hmm. flavor. Uh, you know, I've said many times on this show, uh, my wife is allergic to peanuts, so I don't get to have peanut butter stuff that often, and except when I'm not with her. And so, of course, I'm going to take advantage of this. And I really, really, really enjoy this. Uh, Mm. Yeah, I wish it could be spread more evenly throughout the whole thing. Maybe they can only shove the injector yeah. so far up that dog. You know what? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy it's only in the brains. I wouldn't expect uh, I mouth. wouldn't expect the guts and brains and stuff in the dog's ears. So no, no, I like this. That's in his mouth. That was his no, mouth. No, that is in his mouth and neck. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you get it. The giblet. You get the picture. I'm gonna. Shove the rest down this my mouth right now. This shove the rest of this down my mouth. I do that. Sorry, I'm in a donut coma. Jeez, yeah. Mm, that donut was good. Yeah, we definitely ended on a high note versus where we left things off with uh, with that awful, awful meal at Universal Studios Classic Monster Cafe. I did not end up enjoying mine. I didn't even finish it. That sauce was just—it was just I, like I was eating sauce. Too much. Yeah, no, mine and mine was the opposite. It was dry and bland, just not not very good at all. So maybe we just caught it on a on a bad day. It was kind of busy and hectic inside there when we got in, but I I don't know for two for two items that were put together specially in yeah. the in the back by where the pizzas are made. It feels like it should have been better. Yeah, but uh, but the donut was excellent. Just get so, the donut. Yeah, yeah, yeah just go. Go for the voodoo donut instead. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's that though. So, uh, I don't think we're gonna have any other dining reviews until uh, while well, the place we're standing right in front of right now, Big Fire, big got big, a big happy guy right there. Big happy. Well, I yeah. wish I was happier. But... <laughs> well, you're happy about Big Fire. Though. I'm happy about that donut. I'm happy about Big yeah. Fire. Big but, happy about two things. I feel like there's a not a big happy stirring in my yeah. stomach right now. Yeah, probably not. So on that note, uh, we're going to send it back to the studio, to the guys back there. So Craig and Rhino, back to you. Thanks, Rhino and Craig out there in the field. Uh, we're glad to be back here now in the studio, and we are going to wrap up this show like we do every week uh, with our questions. But I'm going to have to say, you guys are kind of failing me. Uh, oh. You're failing me here. There, was, um, there wasn't really questions. This week there was there was basically we've only, answered them all. That's it. We're yeah, done. I, I know we Last haven't episode. answered them all. Last episode ever <laughs> shutting down the shutting down the house. So uh, there was like one half question in there. There was a, a bunch of random questions that had nothing to do with it. Like wondering if I'm a fan of Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yeah, I like it. I'm not like one of the people who has to see them live and stuff, but I enjoy it every now and then. They just ask you. Yeah, just just specifically me, actually. So I apologize for that. Uh, but yeah, no, um, really, there was only one question besides uh, then another question asking when last week, of course, our episode was Universal's Endless Summer Surfside and in Suites uh, food preview, which I'm, I'm upset that our audience seemed to not care about it because uh, while the episode on paper looks like it would be awful, it was... I'm going to go ahead and say it. It made me laugh out loud on the airplane while I was editing it. I forgot how funny it was, and I was dying almost the entire show in person. Some of the stuff we had to cut out was 
I wish we could play, but it was just moments where we were being so insensitive that we had to we had to just. It's not informative to help you with a vacation at all. Oh no, no, a little bit. (laughs) No, it was just we were we were in a mood and uh, we we wanted to make jokes and it was it was working. It was working well, but uh, yeah. So that was last week's episode. If you didn't watch it, go back and watch it or listen to it. It It's freaking funny. I I really think so. But because we did talk about Surfside and Sweets last week, someone did ask. uh, It was Mitchell asked, "What is the opening date for Surfside and and Sweets? It's this month. What day is it exactly?" Well, I guess we didn't say it in that episode, but it's June twenty seventh. Gosh, right after Hagrid's. Yep, 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 yep. So that was like, that was also like a small question that wasn't really in it. So we really only had one fun question to answer. And it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a wide open question, if you, if you would want to say it from that way. And this one came from Cody and said, if Academy of Villains doesn't return to Halloween Horror Nights, what is a show you would like to see that's not Bill and Ted? Uh, I don't know. That's a weird, that's a, I don't need this show. Just give me another house or something. Give me something else, I guess. A different type of entertainment. doesn't have to be a show. I don't know. I, I would like to see another original show. A dancing so, show? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Not a dancing show. So I, I do... You know what? There's... I, Bill and Ted was a staple. And mm-hmm. there's no point in like going down the annals of history at this point anymore. I said annals. Yeah, <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> I don't think that's the right word. <laughs> <laughs> just going right for the butt step of history at least i realized it as soon as i said it oh um, my goodness <laughs> at least i was uh you know i used the right term i mean no not i didn't use the right term in what i was saying but it's not like i said like the buttholes of history or anything like no, that would no. be i just said it <laughs> That you did. Uh, so, God, we really need sleep. Um, <laughs> Just title this one on YouTube, The Annals of History. <laughs> it's like drunk history, but with butt stuff. <laughs> Good. Uh, so if you're watching this with your sorry, kids Sorry, kids. There, <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, He's the yeah. only anaurapist out there. Okay. <laughs> it's Arrested Development. I know. <laughs> we have to cut that one out. Sorry. Even though that's not my no. joke. That's, that, one, that one will stay in. That's not it. That is still nothing compared to what was cut out. From the Tobias Funke. Um, so, yeah. Bill and Ted ran its course, needless to say. It's still... But there's another movie coming out. I know. I know. But the idea of Bill and Ted, I believe, ran its course. Not necessarily Bill and Ted as... The, the culture. Um, I Academy of Villains, I think it will be returning. I could be completely wrong, but I, I think it will. Uh, you know, in the past before, they did such stuff like uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. And oh, yeah. I never got to see that because it used to be by the Beetlejuice stage. Yeah, it was in Beetlejuice stage, and that's honestly the size of stage it would need to be. So something like Fear Factor Live would be way too big for it. Uh, it they did the awful, I think it was... I think they did like a stunt show at one point in time. That was like a back horror around, stunt show. Yeah, that was back around like twenty one, twenty two, if I can remember correctly. So I think maybe twenty one. I'm not sure. It's not coming to my mind. I get. I might just be making that all up there. But uh, I would. I would like to see an original concept return in terms of a show. So like during the twenty fifth anniversary, how they had uh, they had the the Jack show with the 
the Carnage Returns. Yeah. So I know that wasn't like if you didn't care for the original Halloween Horror Nights characters, then that might not have been a show that was interesting. But I, even though they were simple effects in some of them, like it's I, I love that they did all those practical effects up on stage. It really was something that that required an intimate viewing experience. And so it worked better as a stage show. The same way I feel that Academy of Villains works better as a stage show, but uh, I, I still like those kinds of shows. I wish they could bring something like that back, but I genuinely can't think of what I would like to see on something the size of Fear Factor Live. Like, I, I really, something that ties in, you know? It's a, it's hard. It's a, I don't know. I I can't. I mean, I a band. I guess you could bring in like bands or something. I don't know. I just, I really don't know. Like I I think we can be creative when it comes to like coming up with attraction ideas, house ideas, and stuff. But when when it comes to shows, like I I don't I really struggle with that concept because a lot of the ideas I think for shows are more like little niche uh, little niche shows that shouldn't really be on on a massive stage that should be more or less enjoyed in a close personal environment. So. Uh, they, if they made a good version of the Halloween, uh, the horror makeup show, put that out there. Some, but like not that cheesy one. Yeah, but even then, you have to be really close in order to see stuff like the the knife trick and such oh, like that. No, no, the, didn't they do? No, maybe that was just during the day. I was going to say in Hollywood, didn't they do something in there? But it was it was the during the day show. I'm thinking of where they were showing how they made movies and everything like that. Well, yeah, Hollywood has. Yeah, they have their um, special effects stage that yeah. essentially takes elements of the horror makeup show and kind of goes beyond that even. But yeah, I, uh, I'm i kind of out with that one. I, I really don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I can't even think like, what do I want to see? What would I, what would be either a nice break from all the houses or what you're in the mood for when it's that aesthetic? I don't really know. Yeah. The the dancing, the Bill and Ted and the dancing, even though I did really like Bill and Ted, none of it ever makes sense to me. Why is it there? I don't get it. But but I guess Halloween Horror Nights is a celebration of pop culture stuff, sort of. Like, if you consider it like, oh, what are the big famous horror movies or something that... I'd even... Maybe this is crazy stupid in a way, but I would even say... Medea goes to HHN? Yeah, exactly. That's That's exactly what I was going for. It would have to be named Boo, though. It would be Boo 3. Boo 3, live and in person. Exactly. No, I, I was going to say, uh, in terms of if you need if you need an event to kind of suck people into it, maybe, uh, I would say it it's crazy, but why not come up with like a 21-plus dance party at Halloween Horror Nights? Because of the boobs? Why is it 21 up? Well, because obviously drinking and such inside the dance party. Gotcha. So essentially take a city walk club, but move it inside the park and theme it. You got yourself, you're you're on the way to a rave right now and under the bridge rave. I know it it could definitely get out of hand, but at the same time, you've been in city walk, you set up precautions for what happens when it gets out of hand. The same way you already have police outside every freaking house Mm -hmm. in case something goes wrong, you watch it, but... Um, I have to imagine at some point in time with how people drink at the event and, and you know, get bored with lines and stuff, if they found out there was a place where they could go just drink and 
and dance and do that, they'd probably end up doing it. I know it sounds stupid. It's not for everyone. It would not be for me. I would not step foot in there for one second. But I'm also thinking about the audience for Halloween Horror Nights, mm-hmm. and it just it seems like it might be something that could work. But I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah. I can't think of anything. So maybe just no show. No show at all. No extras. Take the houses you get, the scare zones you get, the attractions, leave it at that. I just only see the show once. It doesn't have that same thing. But I'm not saying there aren't people out there who don't love the show either. How about just do Fear Factor Live during Halloween Horror Nights? Make it like, oh, you have to dive into this pit of clowns. It's already a scary enough show as it is. Mm. It's scary how it is still there. I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. Clever. So, Clever but I also like yours where you're involving a pit of clowns for some reason. <laughs> yeah, your fears. You do like really scary stuff, like yes. clowns and heroin needles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, are you also Jigsaw? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I want to play a game. That's what they should do. They should do a Saw stage show. Oh, actually, there we are. Boom! We just solved it. That's what it is. It's a Saw stage show where you have to see people survive. But it, you know what I mean? Take those practical effects that they did from the from the uh, the Jack show and then apply that. You know, toss someone in that heroin needle cage or whatever. Or make them crawl through one of those scary things. And they'll, you know, squirt out the blood as they go or something. So what you're suggesting Ugh, is I'm that making myself sick talking for about. Halloween Horror Nights, they should, shut, they should shut up. They should set up a Jigsaw-style escape room yeah. because that's all it is. Put real contestants in it from the audience with clear walls so we can clearly watch in what's happening, and they will actually have to try to make their way out of Jigsaw's game, or we will watch people be mutilated. Well, I was suggesting it be actors and it would oh. be fake, but... Okay, otherwise that was going to get really grim. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Okay, yeah. well, I, I guess then that could be fun. Yeah. That could be fun. The other way, that would have just been terrible. Maybe. No one would have signed up for that. I mean, that just like Jigsaw's Let's victims. Let's not pretend like nobody would sign up for that. We've seen some pretty big stupid stoopies. Yeah, I'm... Stoopies? Stoopies. I'm pretty sure I watched Saw, and I don't think a single person ever volunteered to be in any of those situations. The girl from Becker. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're going to leave this show off. Uh, I guess you're right. She did. Good she spoilers. volunteered the second time off. Yeah, she didn't volunteer the first time. But. Spoilers for... All those movies. Yeah, spoilers for the big Becker fans out there. (laughs) Star Trek Deep Space Nine. I think she might have been on that show, too. Ted Danson. He's coming back. On an NBC show. She's from Becker, right, though? What? I'm I'm right, though, right? Isn't that the girl? Ted Danson is Becker. No, no, I know that. But the friend was the one who was the girl that was always with Jigsaw. Yes, she played Becker's... uh, Love interest? No, it was his assistant or receptionist inside his office. And she was kind of like, I "I don't want to do any work, doctor. The only thing I remember about Becker is the blind guy and the bar that Becker would go to all the time. And I was like, I think Becker is about a guy with a drinking problem. No, no, no. I think he was actually sober. It might have been a cafe. I believe it was a cafe, and the blind guy was actually one of the teachers at one point in time on Boy Meets World. And so, yes, that, he was. That's right. Yeah, th- that was a he was the their video production teacher actually. And the assistant was not from Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. It was the girl who ran the cafe was yeah. from Deep Space Nine. Yeah, and then then the assistant was 
uh, Jigsaw's little friend there. But that blew my mind with Boy Meets World because I didn't, I knew him. I mean, obviously, I watched Boy Meets World and then I watched Becker. And so then when I went back, I was like, what? That wasn't a blind a blind person? People can act? I was Tune 14. in to the uh, the Becker podcast coming soon. <laughs> we, we're adding it to the Jean Reno. And now we have... The uh, the Becker podcast, yeah. all that and more, offered by Earwolf. Yes. Wait a minute, we're not Earwolf. <laughs> no, we're not. They <laughs> they will never accept us on there. Uh, speaking of that, how come no one has made us those intros and outros and theme music for our different sections? No one. No one took that seriously. No. Yeah, I, I that was the thing I was most excited about too. Yeah, it's it literally people all the time would say you need to switch this stuff up, and now we're we're putting the call out. If saying, someone can do it on a keytar, I'd be even more thrilled. Yeah, but you have to film yourself keytaring it. Yeah. Okay. I feel like people have done weirder things for us. That sounds weird. That sounds weird. We're getting into a territory. <laughs> as long as it's for us and not to us, that's okay. Yeah. There we go. Okay, well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Becker Podcast. And uh, if you need more information on Becker, head over to Wikipedia.com. Yeah. Yeah. Wikipedia, maybe, IMDB, one or the other. I'm sure you'll get all the information you want on that. If you want information on our other show, the Disunplugged Universal Edition, head over to disunplugged.com. You'll find links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, our email address, uopodcast at disunplugged.com. And like I said, uh, make sure you're sending us these questions. Otherwise, you get inane ramblings that eventually turn into the Becker podcast, which we don't want to devote all our time to the Becker podcast. Yeah, we still have Gene Renault in the wings. <laughs> yeah, and we have to, we're already starting that one, going through each of his movies uh, by the minute, kind of like that one Star Wars podcast that only analyzes one minute at a time I'll just tell, we're not even i mean it's probably going to be years before we even get to his yeah. part in mission impossible yeah well no no right now we're saying we were we are going out of order we're starting with the professional but right now it's like we haven't even seen gary oldman on screen yet <laughs> just just not but it's okay that's all fine so uh and then if you're watching this on youtube go ahead leave comments for us uh any fun comments will do but if you leave us our your questions we might answer them and hit that thumbs up Maybe. button yeah, and subscribe and uh, hit that bell to get notified when we have new videos. If you're listening to this on any platform that allows you to leave feedback, subscribe, rating, all that, you know, do all that. We appreciate it. Doesn't matter where it comes from. Just do it. Maybe not on do this it. episode, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm fine with it. So at this point, you know give what us, you're going to uh, Give us the uh, – rate us in Ted Danson's from Cheers all the way up through The Good Place. Yeah. I feel like at this point in time with this show, we're doing a good job of actually getting the content out first. And then at the last half of the show when nothing matters anymore and we know people stopped watching, that's when we get to all these hijinks. So – it's really they're getting the right info. They're getting the same information. Yeah, yeah just, they're just tune getting, out eventually. Yeah, we're Fine. we're telling you we'll give you, we'll give you the information first, and instead of peppering it in the middle, Julius Pepperwood. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> deep dish pizza. Uh, no way. No, man. From Chicago. From Chicago, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we watch. We have not slept. This is terrible. It really is. But again, that's why we're putting this at the end and not spread throughout the actual important content that you come for. So uh, that's it for this episode. We'll see you again next week with one that's not so zany. Uh, but until then, remember, we still have not changed the world.